Welcome to 7-Minute Torah, an exploration of the weekly Torah portion with me, Rabbi Micah Streifer. If you enjoy this podcast, please feel free to subscribe or comment or share it with a friend. Welcome. Thanks for listening in today. I'm recording this having just gotten back from the cemetery after officiating at the unveiling of the gravestone for the husband of a member of my synagogue. It's been one of those weeks. No fewer than four members of my little congregation lost loved ones in the last 10 days. And during COVID is a very strange and distressing time to be mourning a loved one. And while not all weeks are like this, thankfully, the experience of losing someone that we love is one of those universal experiences, something that we all go through at some point in our lives. And that's probably why the Torah feels the need to address it. In fact, this week's Torah portion is in many ways about death, although the name of the portion seems to indicate otherwise. This parsha is called Chaye Sarah, which means the life of Sarah. But it's not really about the life of Sarah. In fact, Sarah dies at the very beginning of the portion. What we're reading about here is what happens right after Sarah's life. We read about Abraham going about trying to find a burial plot. He meets with representatives of the local tribe, the Hittites. He selects a cave where he'd like to place his family burial spot. He goes about arranging with the owner of that cave to purchase the land which, by the way, is right outside the city of Hebron and is still considered a holy spot today. And finally, Kavar Avraham et Sarah Ishto, Abraham buries his wife in that cave. What's equally interesting is what happens right afterwards. Chapter 24 of Genesis, Abraham seems to realize that after having lost his loved one, he needs to get back to what you might call matters of the living. He realizes that his son, Isaac, doesn't yet have a wife. So Abraham sends his servant back to Mesopotamia, back to the land of his birth, to find a suitable wife for Isaac. The servant goes back. He cooks up this whole scheme about how he's going to find the right girl. It's going to be the woman who, when he asks for water at the watering hole, offers water not only for himself, but also for his camels. In other words, a kind, a generous, a giving young woman. The servant finds this young lady named Rebecca. He brings her back to Isaac. He introduces them. The two of them fall in love. It's the first time the Torah has described a couple as loving each other. In fact, it even says that Rebecca fell off her camel when she met Isaac. Well, got down off her camel. Depends on how you interpret that language. Either way, Rebecca and Isaac are in love, and the focus has shifted to the next generation. Now, this portion always makes me laugh because I have three sons, and I'm pretty sure none of the three of them would appreciate me trying to secure a wife for them. I'm pretty sure they'd like to find their own partners. Thank you very much, Dad. But what's really interesting is the juxtaposition of these two events, the death of Sarah, the death of the wife of Abraham, and this journey to find Rebecca, to find a wife for Isaac. The Torah seems to be trying to send us a message about loss and about legacy and about life going on after the loss of a loved one. Abraham, having just buried Sarah, is feeling the weight of the passage of time, wanting to secure a legacy, wanting to secure a future for the next generation. 
Isaac, for his part, is relatively passive in this Torah portion. He doesn't do a whole lot besides get introduced to his future wife. But we do read that, Vayinachem Yitzchak Achrei Imo, that upon falling in love with Rebekah, Isaac found comfort after his mother's death. Now, I'm sure there's something Freudian there that we could get into another day. But outside of that, the message is that one of the places to find comfort from our losses is in the life that we're living here and now. One of the best ways to honor our loved ones is to live our lives. Isaac honors his mother Sarah by loving Rebecca, by building a family and creating a future. Later in the portion, Isaac and his estranged brother Ishmael will honor their father Abraham when he dies by putting aside their differences and coming together to bury him. Our loved ones stay alive in our hearts if we live our lives according to what they taught us. There's a wonderful poem called Epitaph by Merritt Malloy that says something similar. It says that we can best honor our loved ones that have died by, I'm quoting here, by letting hands touch hands, by letting bodies touch bodies, and by letting go of children that need to be free. In other words, the best way to show love for our parents and grandparents who've passed away is by giving that love to our children. The way to honor our past is to live our best lives here and now. I was thinking about this today as I was at the cemetery with this family remembering their own husband, father, grandfather, telling stories about his life nine months after his death and talking about the ways that he had touched their lives. Our loved ones are still with us as long as we remember them. Maybe that's why, even though this portion is about Sarah's death, it's called Chaye Sarah, the life of Sarah. At the end of this portion, Abraham also dies. As I mentioned, his sons Ishmael and Isaac bury him together at the same burial plot where he buried Sarah. And the Torah has reached the end of the beginning of our story. The first generation of the Jewish people has passed away. The story now shifts to their children. And as we continue reading, we do so while looking both backwards and ahead, with one eye toward where we come from and one toward where we're going. By doing so, may we ensure that our lives are both a tribute to those who came before us and a gift to those who will come after. Thanks for listening today. Thanks for listening to 7-Minute Torah. If you enjoyed this program, please leave a review or a comment, and please pass it on to a friend. You can also subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a great week.